With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, another shot at $1,000 is coming up. 10.04 this morning. $1,000 cash bailout. Powered by Life EMS Ambulance and Dave Ramsey Smart Money Live event happening February 20th. Res Life Church, Grand Rapids. Just listen in for that keyword. Text in at the 200-200. We give you the word and you're in. Profiling the outstanding men and women leading West Michigan. This is CEO Spotlight, exclusively on Wood Radio. Welcome in for our CEO Spotlight feature today. Aaron Gash is here with us, the CEO of Boy Scouts of America, the Gerald Ford Council here locally in West Michigan. And uh, we were just talking about our times as uh, scouts, and I remember as, you know, just, just like it was yesterday. So many little things that you, you asked me, Aaron, what did what do you remember most? Well, there's so many little things that add up. I think mm-hmm. values, principles, all of these things uh, that I've taken with me throughout the years. It really makes an impact. So we are happy to salute you and uh, shine a spotlight on a well-deserving organization and some folks doing some uh, really great work here in our community. So welcome in today. Thank we, you so much for having me. Absolutely excited to, to battle the ice in uh, West Michigan, <laughs> yeah. as uh, a lot of our Michigander friends are doing. But uh, absolutely a treat to be here. Is there an ice? Uh, merit badge, an icy road merit badge that we could uh, throw in there? Yeah, you know what? You were talking about being prepared, and I think yeah. it's a good lesson for all of us this morning, especially when we're out there trying to battle the roads. But uh, no, I, I actually did hear of a, a group of uh, our older boys and girls in a couple weeks going ice climbing in Michigan's wow. Upper Peninsula to climb some frozen waterfalls. Oh, that's cool. So no ice driving, but ice climbing, okay. yes. Yeah, so you can get, get involved <laughs> with that. Yeah, well, you feel like you're climbing ice sometimes. All right. <laughs> just getting out of bed and getting on the roads, but it, it really is something. Yeah, we were just talking about that. One of the things that I've taken with me, uh, you know, is that idea of always be prepared. Uh, and uh, boy, you know, when you're talking even about a, a, just a general life, uh, equipping folks for things that they may eventually go on to, to have to to use on a daily basis. Who knows when that's going to come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um but that's really, in essence, what you guys are doing. Let's talk a little bit more about that mm-hmm. and your mission there. Yeah, the you bet. No, I appreciate that. And that's, you know, I think we get lost in the details sometimes, but I think you're pointing out some of the, the mission side. What are the, you know, what are the outcomes when kids participate and have so much fun yeah. in this program? What actually happens? And when, you know, like you were just yeah. talking about, when we reflect as adults, whether we were involved or whether our kids were involved in uh, a, a Boy Scouts of America program, and we have many, we'll discuss, I'm sure, a couple yeah. of them today. Uh, but, you know, we really focus on the outcomes being a young person who develops this ethical choices set mm-hmm. where they can make mm-hmm. choices and be prepared for the course of their lifetime by those principles. And mm-hmm. we, we call that our oath and our law. You know, some of those laws that are synonymous with uh, the term Boy Scout, um, being trustworthy or loyal or helpful, prepared or giving leadership or serving others. Um, that's what's instilled. But what happens when you get that instilled in you through these fun activities when you're a young person is this ability to be prepared and then make these choices over the course of your life, no matter what situation uh, comes in front of you, whether it's a simple choice uh, to do the right thing yeah. or whether it's uh, a choice to get out of bed and uh, maybe tackle icy roads in the sure. morning. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what's going to 
present uh, to a young person over the course of their life. But we believe having this skill set and having this character set uh, instilled in young people is what's going to equip them to be able to handle that and be able to get through that for the rest of their life. You just mentioned the oath and, and the law, and I'm, I'm looking at it right now, but it, it's <laughs> in my head. It's like etched right, in there right. into stone. And the, uh, the oath, the scout oath is, on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and to obey the scout law to help other people at all times to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. Now, I may have strayed from some of those places at some point in life, but I tell you what, it's good to have the compass to come back. Uh, and the other thing is, scout law, uh, a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, cur friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Those are all great things, as you mentioned the ethics, having that compass, mm -hmm. how important is it in this day and age when it seems to me in a in a modern day, uh, you're constantly bombarded with media or, or different sources, people saying, you know what, uh, your uh, morals or your ethics or your values or your principles, you know, whatever you want to do, whatever you mm -hmm. feel good mm -hmm. about, whatever you want to do is fine. Um how important is it for our, our young people to have some sort of uh, just a solid foundation so that mm -hmm. when they go out into the world, um, they continue this 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 idea of excellence and uh, especially that we see in a in a place like West Michigan. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know uh, you know how how you or others feel. I'll tell you how I feel personally. I, I feel like. And in your business, um, I just can't imagine the amount of headlines and news and stories that just come across your eyes and desk and computer every single day. And I think it's like <laughs> yes. that for all of us in, yeah. in some ways. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you would join me in agreeing that uh, nine out of ten times it's a story that just makes us say, oh, my gosh, I, mean, yeah. I just can't believe that person, that organization, that did that or yeah. that occurred. Mm -hmm. And it's just these gut-wrenching stories. Um, and I think when we drill down on it, it's... Uh, it's some uh, leadership or ethic or choice that was made by somebody that yeah. uh, we, we just find um, in, in a lot of instances uh, regrettable. Mm. And so what's the counterpoint to that? Well, I think when we see sometimes these very simple examples of young people demonstrating or learning this character ethic set that they're going to use to yeah. make these choices for the rest of their lives, I get personally charged up and I get really inspired when you see a young person that decides to help somebody else before they help themselves. Yeah. Right? Or go out of their way to help someone uh -huh. or to be a friend to someone who maybe really needs a friend that day. That seems sure. awfully simple, yeah. but that's a huge thing yeah. that ultimately translates into leadership. And, and for me, people leading our community, our churches, our nation, our families, yeah. you know, I think we want leaders, whether they're simple, quiet leaders like, uh, you know, a, a, a strong parent in a family, yeah. or whether it's someone, you know, leading a community, leading a nation, leading a church, you want that set of ethics to back up the choices mm -hmm. in which they give leadership to others. Because I think that's what our communities, our churches, our families rally around is those people mm -hmm. who demonstrate, sometimes quietly, yeah. but they demonstrate the, that ethics set to make choices and give leadership. And I think when people follow that, very powerful, huge, impressive things happen. Unfortunately, when we don't have that, mm -hmm things go the other direction. So, yeah. you know, importance, yeah, I think it's absolutely critical to the future of every institution, every group, at any level of our of our community, our state, our nation, 100%. As, as you mentioned, uh, these things are easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. Mm -hmm. And so when you have a, a foundation, when you have a, a compass to follow, you're, you're able to make decisions a lot easier through that lens. Um, 
You know, listen, sometimes uh, life uh, gets tough and you get thrown a curveball here or there. But uh, these are the things that are important if we want to continue. I always argue that West Michigan is great because its people are good. Mm -hmm. Well, we're good because of these types of principles. And where, you know, we read this and this is, if you go back to to the Boy Scouts and the Scouts, uh, where this was all started, uh, you could touch on some of that history. But, I mean, the namesake of of the council, Gerard R. Ford Council, Mm -hmm. Uh, is quite an example of that type of leadership. So, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. How did the council get its name? Sure, yeah. Well, you kind of explained it, um, maybe without knowing it. I mean, but you want to talk about a better example um, of leadership, of character, of service to others over the course of a lifetime. You don't have to look much farther than the museum across the river here to President Ford. And so we're just so honored to be able to attach his name to scouting here in West Michigan. And, and as one of uh, the, you know, the very early scouts here in West Michigan who ultimately became uh, an Eagle Scout here in Grand Rapids and went on to lead our country in a, a variety of ways, um, the only Eagle Scout president to date, wow. not the only scout to become president, the only Eagle Scout to become president, it's so fitting and appropriate that our young people get to hear about that legacy and that yeah. uh, leadership that he gave um, uh, not only at his museum, but through scouting. A very special president yeah, who had to make some hard decisions and some yeah. tough times. Yeah. And, and you could see that that moral foundation and those values, those things that he learned in scouting, probably shine through. One of my favorite anecdotes from from uh, President Ford was he got accused um, of being too much of a Boy Scout in the Oval Office. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought about that. And, you know, you know, if you know President Ford, he's not one of these, you know, quick from the hip react you know overreact react quickly on the spot kind of a guys yeah he he went back and the story he tells uh, or told was that he went back to his library grabbed his scout handbook flipped it open reaffirmed all the the scout oaths the scout laws he looked through them he thought about it he reflected and he later came back and said you know if these laws are not the attributes you want in an american president Either you have the wrong president or I have the wrong country. And yeah. I don't think either one of those things is true. Yeah. And I think when you look at those laws, it's absolutely true. And he's talking about leadership. He's talking yeah. about the values of being trustworthy and loyal and helpful to other people at all times and cheerful and kind. And uh, I just think it's a wonderful you know, anecdote about all leadership uh, that he was able to carry out. That's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, CEO Spotlight today is Aaron Cash, and he's the CEO of Boy Scouts of America, Joan R. Ford Council here in West Michigan, and we're talking about some of those things, looking back in some of the great history, but also looking forward to the future. I mean, something as simple, uh, Aaron, as maybe different merit badges and different things that kids are going to uh, go through these days. Uh, you know, I remember learning to start fires and build fires and, and how to carry a knife and uh, all these little things, tying knots, all these little things, very simple and basic. But, I mean, with the modern day and technology, I'm sure you guys have some amazing things that our kids are learning these days. Yeah, you know, that's that's uh, that's a that's a very true point. You know, when you look at the Scout Oath and the Scout Law from 108 years ago, yeah. you know, when scouting was organized here in um, the United States, uh, you don't see a, a big variance in those scout oaths and laws, right? Yeah. I mean, so the again, those outcomes, that ethics set um, on which we build leadership and decision-making has not changed. However, yeah. the programming that attracts young people, sure. gets people engaged in a program, yeah. has dramatically changed and evolved every single year. And this year is no different. Uh, but I think, you know, what I like to maybe to uh, remind people of is when you're trying to activate young people outside of a school environment to learn something, which is what we're trying to do, 
going to them and saying, hey, why don't we sit down after school for two hours and you know, I'll, you'll sit there and I'll teach you character and leadership. The kids are thinking yeah, no. that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Yeah. But early on in scouting, when we talked about opportunities that didn't exist for a lot of young people, let's go out camping and go into the outdoors and yeah. you know, learn some of these skills. They said, yeah, that, that's exciting. I want to go do that. And we've evolved through the years and, yeah. we've, you know, sports programs and outdoor programs and programs with their churches. And we've tried to bring these interest areas along as the times and the technology has evolved. And now we're in an environment where absolutely, the, you know, that outdoor, uh, the skill set with the outdoors and the camping that still attracts an awful lot of young people. However, yeah. our programming as we've got into STEM programming, you know, science and technology, engineering, Huge. mathematics programs, that started to really attract a lot of young people and, yeah. and become a need in today's uh, not only environment, but also a skill that I think young people can carry on and use for the rest of their lives. So again, you know, teaching these things in STEM or in outdoors, it's not why we do what we do. It's really about how we deliver what we do. And, um, you know, uh, in, in an extremely exciting delivery mechanism that uh, I'm excited to share, uh, you know, with you and uh, with West Michigan here today is uh, our uh, our new adventure point at the DeVos Family Center for Scouting here in West Michigan. Um, we have a, a 38 acre parcel right on the corner of Grand Rapids. Some people have visited, but it's really just been an office location where our offices are, you know, our scout supplies, things for our groups has been housed. But uh, in the context of what you're talking about, um, by this summer, we're going to launch our first programs at the New Adventure Point at DeVos Family Center for Scouting. And it's not just for scouting. I want to make sure that that's the first point, you know, because when I talk about this with people, they say, oh, well, you're building these great programs in the center here in Grand Rapids for scouts. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely not just for our scouts. It's for the whole community to be a part of. And so what you're going to see uh, starting this summer is that 38 acres and that large building we have there transformed into an indoor outdoor immersive learning environment wow. where the community where our school groups can come where our families can come of course our scouts can come there our scout groups can come there and they can be immersed whether it's in just simply a group who wants to rent part of our facility rent a campsite shoot archery go down the zip line yeah, well, view our like solar that. garden yeah or participate in the more formal program so if, if you know a school group wanted to come out next uh, fall, for example, yeah. and participate in a, a STEM field trip with their third grade class, or you know if a mom and dad wanted to bring their youngsters out there for a STEM uh, sustainability program about solar power on a Saturday when we offered it, the point is these exciting things, whether it's outdoor adventures and camping or indoor learning like STEM, this facility that we're launching this summer, um, yeah. this June with our day camps, is going to be that first public offering to the community to invite people into the world of what we do in scouting. Well, we're going to put all that online if you want to find out anything about this, of course, and it, as well as you can find this entire segment with our shows as, as well online, the iHeartRadio app, just search West Michigan Live. Uh, last, but bef before we leave, but not least, over the weekend in Washington, D.C., out of this article we have here, uh, mark the end and the beginning of an era, Boy Scouts of America established the first all-girl troops in the nation's capital. Um, when you look at the way scouting is going to change into the future uh, with the inclusion of, of some of these, uh, with girls and some of these other troops, how does that change the face or what does that do with, with scouting in general? Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah, we're, we're just so excited um, to evolve our programs to fully include all family members. And that's the punchline for me. Uh, if, if you've been involved in one of the many programs of the Boy Scouts of America, and, and I want to just go through a couple of them. We have Cub Scouting programs for our elementary age students, boys yep. and girls, which people are familiar with. 
We have our Scouts BSA program for our middle school and high school age boys and girls. And we have our venturing program for our 14 to 21 year old boys and girls. After that, we have career exploring programs also for that 14 to 21 year old boy and girl age to explore a potential career they might want to be interested in. The, the point for me with this inclusion of the whole family, so of boys and girls <clears throat> in our Cub Scouting and Scouts BSA program levels, it is a, it is a dramatic change for us. And in 108 years of not including the whole family, um, for me, it's a way that we can say to the family, we can make it easy for your family to participate in something that your son, your daughter together can go with the family members and easily take advantage of all the way through that coveted Eagle Scout rank, the pinnacle of infusing these these character lessons that we've talked about all day today. Uh, but for us, it's just uh, not changing what or how we do it, but really just changing structure to make sure that the whole family can easily access these programs. And we're just so excited. Here in West Michigan, we've got, uh, just like you just shared with that article, we've got uh, moms and dads putting together these new troops of Scouts BSA uh, programming for their sons and for their daughters. This fall, when we integrated... Um, you know, our, uh, our girls into our Cub Scout program at the elementary age, hundreds of girls flocked to these programs. Wow. And again, it was what we witnessed. It was because it was, it was making it easier for the whole family to come and participate. So the untold story is it wasn't just these girls joining. Yeah. It was their little brother or big brother coming with the them entire family. that otherwise wouldn't maybe have come huh. because they can do it as a family and didn't have to choose between multiple activities after school. So I think that's, a, that's the untold story is the access but I think in the long term, it, for us, we just hope it allows more children, more families to access all the great programs that scouting has to offer. And we'll continue to highlight through the uh, through the uh, days and coming, of course, in the years here. CEO Spotlight today with Aaron Gash, the CEO of Boy Scouts of America, Gerald R. Ford Council. Thank you for being here and allowing us to shine a little spotlight on the great things that you guys are doing. And please keep up the great work. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having me. And I'll be sure to leave you with uh, the website. So if anyone wants to find out how to access the programs, whether they're a scout or not, at our new facility here in Grand Rapids at Adventure Point, uh, or if they want to learn how to get their child into scouting, I'll make sure you have the websites that we can post and folks can get uh, easy access to that information. Absolutely. Put it online on our show notes as well, edwardradio.com. Quick break. Back right after this. It's West Michigan Live. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.